Good morning, everybody. It is Friday, the 27th of November, and it's a pretty humdrum day today. The futures this morning were down 16 on the back of Wall Street being closed for Thanksgiving, and the market's down 19, so doing pretty much what it expected. Europe mostly unchanged. Oil was down 1.8%. Gold was up a touch. And clearly, there is a little bit of a rotation away from the recovery sectors in the last 24 hours. Our market closed down 47 yesterday, which was the first down day in four days. And that was, a, that was enough, can you believe it, to create a little bit of a short-term sell signal on the ASX 200 chart. I have the chart in the strategy piece today, and also in a few sectors as well. So... Banks saw some profit-taking, energy saw some profit-taking, as well as REITs and some transport stocks. So some of the steam coming out of the rally, you might expect that. We've been up something like 13.7% since the beginning of the month. And some stocks are looking a long way forward to a post-vaccine world. I did the calculation, for instance, on Webjet today. The market cap is arguably, even though the share price is still well down because they issued so many shares, 81% more shares. Their market cap is now only 12% below what it was at the pre-pandemic level. And you could argue for a company that has had its earnings decimated that that's pretty fair. In other words, there isn't a great recovery yet to come. And their share price, even though to get back to the unadjusted pre-pandemic high price, it would have to go up on the face of it. It would have to go up 71%. The truth is it would only really, to regain its market cap, have to go up 12%. So some of these charts are flattered or not flattered. Some of the recovery potentials flattered by the huge share issues that we've seen in some cases. So you can see it running out of steam a little bit as the herd gets scientific rather than sentimental. It's been a sentiment-driven rally. Science will apply at some point, and clearly there's a limit to how far we can go. So a few sell signals around yesterday in banks, energy, REITs. If you look at the charts, there's nothing. We've looked at the banks and energy sector and REITs sector charts today, and there is nothing there technically to say you must sell. But you can see that some more sensitive traders might be thinking, oh, enough's enough. Anyway, there are some market positives around today. The chief science advisor to Operation Warp Speed, which is that operation put in place by Trump, to come up with a vaccine, basically loads of money thrown at vaccine development. The chief science advisor to Operation Warp Speed is saying Americans can get back to substantially normal by summer next year, six months time. 70 to 80% of the US population is expected to be vaccinated by May or June. The FDA are also going to meet in the next couple of weeks to decide whether to approve Pfizer's vaccine. And if it does, the government expects to ship 6.4 million doses almost immediately before the end of the year. Apparently, inoculating all Americans would only be the equivalent of double the typical flu vaccine effort in terms of logistics. It would take several months, but you can see it's very doable. And the news wires are looking forward and talking about a return to a sense of normality. Meanwhile, case numbers are plummeting in Europe. I've got the chart in the strategy piece today. And although hospitalizations and patients in ICU in the US are at record highs, the acceleration in cases is slowing. The Federal Reserve also had minutes this week. They talked about protecting against emerging risks 
and are prepared to extend their money printing. And also we've seen President Xi of China broke his silence on the US election and sent a congratulatory message to Biden, which has all the right rhetoric in it. He says he hopes to manage differences and focus on cooperation between the US and China. And the message talked about the healthy and stable relationship that would uphold the principles of no conflict and no confrontation which is what we hope to see the last four years of trade anxiety might just go away with the establishment rather than a personality in charge of the White House. Less antagonistic could be good for some of our trade-affected stocks, A2 milk, treasury wine estates. I can't help feeling that the relationship between China and Australia is as bad as it's going to get. And a detente on that or detente on trade with China by the whole world would be good for the whole world. Negatives at the moment include Brexit negotiations. You might have heard the EU chief negotiators told the UK that unless there's a major negotiating shift in the next 48 hours, he will pull out of talks this weekend. He says negotiations are pointless if the UK will not compromise on issues. There are some UK politicians, some of the Tories, which to you means liberals, the conservatives, who think a no deal is better than a deal with the Europeans. Another small negative, only 58% of Americans have said that they would take a coronavirus in the, the most recent poll. And there are concerns that all sorts of stimulus measures like the U.S. eviction moratorium, suspension of student debt payments, tax breaks for business and unemployment benefits, they all, they're all set to expire at the end of December. Anyway, I'm just filling time because there's not a lot to say today. As for our portfolios, there's not really much for us to do at the moment. I'm pretty sure this election and vaccine rally we've had this month, best month ever for the S&P 500, is going to run out of steam at some point. When the average return from the stock market is 5.77% per annum, and we're up 13.7% in, what day is it, 27 days this month, you can see this is an extraordinary moment of short-term the market being overbought. And while some, some of you, some of you are traders might want to take some profits now. Investors would be forgiven for ignoring the short term and looking to the bigger picture and the bigger economic recovery expected in the year ahead. We're certainly positioned for that. I don't imagine we're going to make any major strategy calls like cashing up just because there's a bit of profit taking or anything. I reckon we're going to stay fully invested. We're seeing this pandemic now, as I've mentioned a number of times, as a potentially a multi-decade buying opportunity. We've certainly taken advantage of that. And we don't need to sell it at the first bit of cooling off, but I think a bit of cooling off might just happen. So we're going to stay fully invested. If there is a bit of a sell-off, we've we've sold ASX and ResMed yesterday. We're sort of biased to cashing up a little bit if we want to in a rampantly overbought market in the short term. And if we do see some weakness, we might sell some more stocks and use it as an excuse not to sell out of the market, but to rotate and refresh some of the portfolio stock picks. It may well be some sectors like travel and that Webjet comment earlier are overbought and the recovery prospects might have been factored in already, in which case we could do some rotation refreshing of, of stock picks maybe go a bit more defensive. 
We'll take it day by day, but today it looks like there's nothing for us to do. It looks like an early lunch day, but we are, as I say, biased to maybe taking some profits if the excuse arises at the moment. Today I've published the growth portfolio, having made the changes yesterday. Hardly dramatic, but our cash is up to 6.4%. Finally, some technical observations. No real buy signals. DTL data 3, again, mention that again. Worth looking at their chart. Tech stock bottoming and REH. And some sell signals, extra sell signals today. We had some from the healthcare sector yesterday. Cochlear, CSL, ResMet, and some transport, Transurban yesterday. We've got a few new ones today. Atlas Alterio, another transport stocks stock. Amcor, Bingo, and there's a list there of... REITs as well with sell signals. None of them are too dramatic if you actually have a look at the chart rather than just listen to the fact there's a sell signal. Also, Macquarie had a sell signal, but looking at the chart, it's not material either. Mervac is one stock in the list that looked like it really was topping out a bit. Another one was Tabcorp as well. Right, that's about it. Have a look at Ben's section today called Weekly Sector Charts. This is always a, this is a Friday thing we do. Every Friday, look at all the sector charts. It's as well to have a feeling for that. If you're trying to pick stocks, you really need to get the underlying themes right. As you know, it's a recovery theme at the moment, and there are certain sectors that are doing best out of that. But have a look through. You just need to scan it. Have a look through Ben's weekly sectors sector charts section, and you'll just see what sectors are doing well, and that should help you with stock picking. It'll also alert you to any pivot points that sector's topping out, this sector's bottoming, and that helps you with trade, not just uh, investment, but trading as well. So have a look at that. Henry is still away. He, can you believe it, turned up at the traffic lights next to Chris the other day as he randomly came across the Victorian New South Wales border. I've told him he really should stick to the posh suburbs and he could avoid Chris. He will be back next week sometime. I'm not sure whether he's going to be back in a week or whether he's going to be back in a few days. Such is the predictability of Henry. And then after that, I will be taking a few days off. Emma and I need a break. Haven't had one, I think, since COVID started. Anyway, as I leave you, Dow Jones futures down 12, our market down 15, all a bit of a yawn. I suggest you shut your PC, indulge yourself with a bottle of something appropriate at lunchtime and settle in for a quiet weekend. I will be back in tomorrow's weekend email. You have a great day. (laughs) 